And welcome back to another epic, epic podcast of What the Fuckerong or WT Dub is back. And this is a special podcast. No, I shouldn't say special because, you know, this is a passion of ours. And it's Rugby League. With me is my homie, my brother, Hoons. Say what's up to the peeps, man. Yeah, kia ora ra. It's good to be back on a podcast finally. I haven't been on any of the uh, the current uh, What the Whakarunga podcast or the WTW podcast, but the boys are doing a good job and it's great to be back on uh, this podcast considering it's a rugby league. Yeah, man. Um, obviously, we've got a, a bit of a different setup at the moment because uh, it's all about uh, bringing a different aspect to to this podcast game and uh what do you think of it yeah man uh i'm liking the fact that not only are we doing podcasts but you know basically trying out videos so people can see uh who who the peeps are who who the who the main guys are uh in our crew uh doing this uh beautiful thing called podcast and this beautiful team this gangster ass team uh what the fuck are team yeah yeah that's exactly right well, let's uh, move on to why we're here on this podcast, and like I was alluding to, it is a rugby league recap podcast. Uh, obviously, we're bringing rugby league into the game now, and the what the fuck on all family in that. Uh, so, beware, be square, listen, because this podcast is going to be absolutely epic. We're going to go through mostly all the internationals and then we'll recap the nrl at the end of it yeah bro uh, yeah just to just to uh jump on what you said yeah like like he uh like i said earlier this is our passion rugby league and uh we'll be trying to get out more rugby league podcasts uh you know life just takes over really but we're here we're gonna do it and it was an epic weekend yeah a very epic weekend um so let's start eh yeah bro let's do it uh i've been thinking about it and i'm actually going to start with uh not not new zealand and tonga i'm not going to start with them because obviously as we know that the kiwis are one of the powerhouses of the game and i uh, and tonga is also i think tonga is ranked third in the world yeah ranked third so yeah we might leave them till later but uh but in saying that, so the game that we are going to move to is the Cook Islands versus Samoa. Actually, actually, hang on, hang on. I should I should do the women's game first. First yeah. up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have the uh, scores and stuff like that for us soon? So, uh, let's let's start with the uh, Kiwi Ferns versus Tonga. Oh, before that, we will do just a little special mention to the women's state of origin. Oh, uh, New yeah, South Wales it. finally uh, they got. Uh, I'm pretty sure Queensland won last year. I can't, I can't exactly remember, but yeah. Um, but the New South Wales woman won 20 uh, to 14. I didn't watch the game, so yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I've got to be honest, I didn't watch it either. I saw snippets of it, but that's about it, really. Uh, I've got a, it was a, it was actually a pretty close game, I saw. Yeah. So um, do you know the final score to that game? Well, I just said it, 20 14. Oh geez, uh, New South I, wasn't, Wales. I wasn't paying attention. So. No, you weren't, man. Yeah. God damn. But um, but yeah, yeah. I, as as I saw, it was actually pretty close, and unfortunately, I, we didn't see it. So 
so I, I didn't even recap as well man i didn't even do highlights but um you know the best thing about the woman's state of origin is that australia has gotten stronger the jillaroos have gotten stronger over the years uh, especially against the kiwi ferns um and this is just a good stepping stone especially with the nrlw as well so yeah now let's move on bro kiwi ferns and tonga yeah sweet so we'll move on to uh the next games uh i, I know that there was the under 20s or something like that origin i'm not going to go through it much i don't think people really like let's be honest no let's just be straight up like yeah. i to be honest i don't even care so yeah so but that's <laughs> I'm, because, I'm, I'm just being honest but that's just because man I, i'm a kiwi and i i do respect the woman's state of origin but yeah like overall under under 18s 19s or whatever it was doesn't doesn't really phase me nah not at all and we're like what we do here on wt dub is that we uh you know do what we like yeah we keep it real keep it real man so let's move on to uh samoa versus the cook islands then you reckon oh, you don't want to do the women's oh yeah i keep forgetting that yeah, man man jesus poor yeah you want actually yeah no the kiwi ferns versus tonga match uh this match was uh an epic standpoint if you're a kiwi uh, because yeah, it, they just outclassed Tonga. Um, yeah, but it was coming though. Yeah, like, yeah. It, Kiwi well, Ferns was just another level. I was glad that uh, Mate Tonga got uh, two tries. They managed to score two tries, but yeah, this this on. this Kiwi Ferns team is epic. I like the balance of the team. I'm a huge Kiwi Ferns fan. Well, we both are, and yeah, that's just to solidify us as uh, World Cup contenders at the end of the year. But the Kiwi friends, my thinking is that they just need to build because we know who who is the team that we're going to play. And this is the Jillaroos. We want them yeah, because they have beaten us two, twice yep. already for World Cups. So we need to gain that World Cup back and solidify ourselves as the world champs once again. But the Kiwi friends, it was just like warm-up training really for me. Um, but proud of them, proud of them. Uh, Kiwi's hard, Kiwi's hard all the way. Ferns. Just keep doing what you guys are doing. Just build your game. And we know it's the Jillaroos that count the most. Let's beat them. I agree. 100% yep. agree with you. Uh, yeah, the balance of our team is awesome. But let's be honest, Tonga wasn't really a tough match for us. It was more of a warm-up match. But the Jillaroos are the ones that um, is, is we have to target. And, and the World Cup coming up, yeah, they're, they're our biggest match. And it, it sucks too because we used to be the the kangaroos of old. So we were the ones that were always beating the Jillaroos. Yeah. Jillaroos were better. nothing to us. But now, you know, as they build their profiles, obviously they're finally contenders. And not only that, the world champs too. Yeah, they've knocked champs. us off. So, so sucks. But it's uh, it's good. It's good for the game. Good for the women's game. Um, and yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, sweet. Uh, any more notes t for that game or no it was not really i i thought it was well balanced but it's just the opposition mm. the, the, i agree it did the opposition wasn't a high quality opposition and no offense to uh tonga but it was just true the kiwi fans is just on another level but that doesn't really highlight how good how, how good we are if we played the jillaroos it would have been completely different it would have we, we already really seen where they stood in the spectrums of things especially in rugby league uh on yeah. the, out on the footy field i agree <clears throat> but you know 
uh, when that day comes. Uh, we just need to play high quality opponents. Yeah, I agree, and I'm glad that international's back because yep. it gives that opportunity for uh, for all women international to yep. finally uh, various quality opponents. You know what so. though? Uh, you know, rugby league. Uh, international rugby league has been starved you know everyone's been starving for it and i'm just glad it's finally back bro like you know the even for the woman's sake for the women's and i'm we're, we're huge woman fans like we love it we love watching it uh and 100%. I'm, I'm i'm glad that uh international 40 is back because that that should be the pinnacle we know origin is the big one is the for the australians it's the pinnacle sport pinnacle of rugby league <clears throat> but in my eyes i felt feel like that that the international 40 should be just as much as up there considering we know that even in the women's game not all the best players are playing in origin that i is. agree i agree yeah man but hey, I'm, hey yeah shout out to the kiwi friends yeah manawahine go hard girls yeah sweet you ended it perfectly hoons so man let's let's just carry on because uh, obviously people want to get to the nitty-gritty part of the international, the rep round. Uh, so, like I said, we'll leave Tonga and the Kiwis till later. Yes, because, sir. like I said, they are sick. Uh, yeah, one and thir- three. One and, yeah, first and third yeah, in, in the, the position of the world. Yep. So, yeah, so let's, let's wait till then. Let's go straight to Tonga, uh, sorry, Samoa and the Cook Islands. That's the next one. Yeah, bro. Man... Uh, what did you think about that game? Uh, give give the fans what was the final score, bro. Samoa, so Samoa, Samoa, Tor Samoa won uh, 42-12 um, but over the Cook Islands. But come on, man, like let's just keep it real. That's what we do on this podcast. The Cook Islands had nobody, really. It was Esan Masters who's just on the brink. Like he's in the NRL, but even he's starting to falter. They had Anthony Galling as well, who's uh, who's uh, definitely a club player or at a higher level like NRL or Super League. But other than that, man, the rest just teeter really in club land. So, uh, and it really gave no indication, but the Samoans used that to their advantage. They had a stacked team. They had a stacked team from top to bottom. Let, let's be honest now. Samoa, if they lost, it would have been upset. Yeah, that would have been a big upset. But uh, they they played awesome. They they hey, that's not their fault. Who the opposition was, uh, 42-12. You know they just piled on the tries. But like we said, man, like it's it's just, it's just like the Kiwi fans first Tonga and the women's. It's just the opposition wasn't as quality as the Samoan team. But yeah, Samoa came out blazing. Their backline devastating, and I can't wait till the till we see uh, Samoa. Uh, Tor Samoa have more uh, more origin players like Jerome Luai and you know Stephen Crichton and Brian Toto hopefully true, true. hopefully they put their loyalties to Samoa because if they do like uh, Junior Paulo and that if they do man I tell you this the Samoans are going to go to the World Cup with the with the quality even more quality side so and I think that they might actually it would oh, it would be the best if they went up against uh, Tonga. So that, that would be a wicked battle, especially if everyone's healthy for the Samoans and everyone's healthy for Tonga. I know that they say Tonga and Kiwis, but 
I feel like like before like, just just to allude to that Kiwis are just a step up I, I feel like that we've gone to a back to where we should be but Tonga and Samoa let's be honest guys wouldn't that be awesome because I, I think Tonga did have the edge but I think Samoa is coming and if they have their like full strength Sa Samoa's halves is to be honest if they have their halves they've got better quality uh, halves than Tonga I agree so yeah like but Samoa's on their way up uh, I can't wait to really um, I can't wait to see the World Cup I can't wait to, I hope all these players play keep on playing and to be fair I hope Maumeninga doesn't still poach some of their players on both sides of Tonga and Samoa. Um, I know that they will say, oh, but the Kiwis poach players as well. But, you know, if you really look at the Kiwi side, there's a lot of Māoris playing and you know, they maybe half cast as well with Māori and Samoan. So, you know, you can't really say that. You know, there's a lot of Māori players in there. Um, but, you know, those fellas like Moses Leota and that, they, you know, they put their loyalties to the Kiwis. Um, but you know Australia's good at poaching players that's what they're good at I, I don't care yeah I'm a hater and what <laughs> I, I think uh, David Nofaluma scored four in that game as well but he was uh, yeah he was amazing he he does he always he, he always plays plays well especially uh, when he puts on that blue jersey yeah and he uh, he carved them up four tries but like I said the whole back line just I think I think most of their back line scored Quite that's what's crazy eh? Yeah, it's um no, it's pretty good. Like you said, if uh, Samoa has their full strength squad, uh, I can see Australia probably asking Brian Tor, uh, Stephen Crichton, and Jerome Law to play for the Kangaroos. I can I can see that happening, but I think Jerome Law is definitely playing well, for Samoa. Yeah, yeah, he definitely said that he's going to play for them. So, but uh, yeah, with Jerome Law in their ranks, they'll just be even better. Yeah. Easy. I think so too. So, yeah, it was. Uh, it It wasn't. Um, it was. It was definitely a game that I thought someone would easily win, and they did. They did yeah. easily won it, and just unfortunate for the Cook Islands, like you were saying, just not enough personnel, not enough, not enough firepower. Nah. So, well, especially at the level of professionalism. Mm, that, I agree. Yeah, I was just. Uh, That's it. That's it. Really. Yeah. I got nothing else. So. Um, yeah, man. Let's move on. What an epic game this was. I love this game. Fiji versus PNG. Papua New Guinea. Man, far. That was that was an unbelievable game, that one. And a lot of people thought Fiji would beat PNG. But I keep saying to people, like I always say to people, don't underestimate the Kumuls because the one thing that they have is that rugby league is a religion over there. Yep. That is the, their number one sport and they love it Preach. and I've played with a lot of them and they run hard tackle hard and I'm telling you right now man with, with their personnel they had firepower they had some firepower and their, their stars stood up big right. time yep. big time and um, and yeah and Fiji well you know I, I wasn't surprised at all when PNG won nah so, neither was I but you give the give the fans the score and tell us tell us your analytical points on it well, uh, yeah, the Kumuls won 24-14 over the Fiji uh, Zabati. Yeah, Fiji yeah. Bati uh, in 24-14. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, a lot of people doubted the PNG, uh, the Kumuls, but 
they had a stacked team as well. They had an awesome lineup from top to bottom, uh, just like Fiji. Although Fiji, there were some players missing that I hope that they put their loyalties to Fiji and play as well from the NRL. Yep. Um, but yeah, man, you know what? There was a, I, I really enjoyed this game. This game was a was a classic belter because both sides were going at it. And there were some touchy feelings too at, at some points of that game. But the Kumuls, man, see, that would have been a good test for the Samoans against one of those two teams. I agree. It would have, it would have, it would have really, really, we would have really seen what the Samoan team would have been up like up against uh, one of these fellas, one of these teams. But, man, you know what? I've got, I've got to do a shout-out. I thought Lachlan Lamb played a great game in that for the Kumuls. Justin Olam, a superstar of the game. Superstar. He was the man in Played that game. Played fantastic in that game. Yeah, man. I was so impressed with them. I was so impressed. But there was another one that I have to give a shout out to was um, uh, Mackenzie Yeh. Okay. Number okay. 16 for uh, the Kumuls. Bro, honestly, his hit ups, his tackles, he was the man. Like, he just bowled him over, broke the line. He was unstoppable in that game. And I, because I, I, I couldn't get him out of my mind, I was like, I can't wait to do the podcast because he, like, that's a special mention to that guy. I felt like Fiji kind of started losing their way in the second half, and the Cornwalls just got on top. So, yep, yep uh, fair point. Yep. Um, I felt that uh, probably the same, like, same, like, uh, with the Tongans, is that, is that the halves. It's just, it's really their halves. The quality of their halves is not up there. And I, and it, it sucks because you, you want them to have some great players. But they put, you know, Kevin Nguama, who's the man, but he's he's not a natural half. You know what I mean? Yeah, I saw that, actually. And Masima was in there as well. I'm not really too familiar with Masima, but yeah, yeah, see, you know, you're, you're the half, you're the game manager. And it just didn't really... <clears throat> They weren't fluid. They had the forwards. You know, they got Kamika Mika. They got uh, Kikau. And, you know, they, they, their forwards are great. I'll be, I'll be interested to see if um, Apisal Korosal goes plays for them again. Tarek Sims comes in. But, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot they need to fix up. But they had the firepower. That's what the, the Fijians are scary. But PNG, we already knew. Hey, they beat Great Britain a few years ago. That's exactly so, right. So they, they, they can always be a threat. And it's like you said, man, it's a religion over in PNG. Yeah. Rugby League is the number one sport. The only country that can, can brag say about that, it, brag, brag about, about it. it, that Rugby League is and the number one sport. And it's what I love about it too, is that they can brag about it. And um, But I, I definitely want to give a shout out to David Mead. I, yeah. I, know, I know that he has a lot of hate, a lot of love, but that was his final game with the uh, PNG, mm. with yeah. his countrymen. Um, and and what a way to go out! He scored a try as well, um, but what a way to go out as a winner! Yep. Uh, in the international level, so yeah, shout out to David Mead too. Yeah, yeah, nah, it was yeah, David Mead, a long servant of uh, the Kumuls, and had some awesome success with them. And that's what I love. Yeah. That's what I. That's why I love international footy, da. Is that we've seen teams now finally beaten the top sides? Hey, i.e. Fiji done it. They beat the Kiwis. People forget that in 2017. I think, I, I think it's because of the rise of the Tongans. That's and why. then it was the Tongans though. In 2017, changed international footy, where they beat us in the, in the round robins. And uh, I ain't gonna lie, I was salty as. 
but hey that's just like you know if you're a true passionate fan and but with, uh, i ain't gonna lie there was a shit team there was a shit kiwi side shit coaching staff hey like you know it wasn't the right time for us and the tongans though i love i, I was gutted as well with jason tomololo defecting but because of what he did change international footy <clears throat> then the tongans lo and behold like you know with fiji and tonga beating a, a tier one side the kiwis but then two years later i ain't gonna lie man they made me happy because uh, a lot of they australian took business they bro, took care of business the australian our australian buddies were all giving us shit until 2019 the biggest upset in rugby league history when the tonga biggest beat upset them. Beat kangaroos. Oh, I was so oh, happy. I was so happy with them, man. So, so they were so awesome. A lot of our and Australian mates will be uh, pretty salty at us right now for saying yeah. that, but man, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I, man. I don't really care. I was so happy with Tonga. Man, I was, I was riding them home, man. I was riding them home. That's why. That's what international footy is about. Yeah. You want to see those teams rise, and I still believe that. I, th I don't. I think we talked about it off here. The kangaroos are not what they used to be. Nah, in my eyes, there is no fear factor whatsoever. Nah. Man. Nah, they're not new. They're not the old kangaroos where you're like, oh my Durston, goodness, Smith, yeah. Lockyer, even before that, Joey, Trump. yeah, Joey Jones, Fitler, Lo yeah, Lockyer. Did you say Lockyer? Yeah, yeah. You and know, then before the list that, goes on, the list Meninga, goes on, you know, and you on can, and on, and and they were just difficult. They, it was hard to beat them. Like, let's be honest. It was yeah. like, nah, it's a fluke if we beat them. But but then you know, Kiwis had a successful ten year reign yeah, where we, we did, could beat we them, did. but. But it was never like I was confident. It was like, oh man, hopefully we can win. I know we can do this. Yeah. But I just hope the boys can do this. Yeah. 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 But but now it was that. Now I think I think all teams like Psh, man. Well, Tonga just proved they can do it. Yeah. And and no excuses for Australia. That was the best thing too. Yep. They had all their players. They had all their players, yeah. and they still lost. Yeah. So Tonga, so man, you, you. Yeah. Well, you know what? That that's a good spin-off to Tonga. So let's move on to the Kiwis and Tonga now. Obviously, one v v three in the world. Um, I'll, I'll let you do the scoreline and that, and then we'll just go back and forwards about the game itself. Um, so yeah, go for it. Yeah, bro. I know I'm talking a lot too, but hey, it's it's just you know now 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 everyone can just see getting the myself comfortable. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, tell tell the peeps, tell our fans the scoreline, and we'll just have a chat about it. Because obviously this is going to be a bit of a long one for us. Um, yeah, yeah. Because let's just be honest, we're Kiwi fans. Yeah, that's exactly like, right. New Zealand Kiwis, I, I ride with them all the way through. Both of us ride or die, man. Ride or die. And uh, it, through the wins and losses. Yep. I love the Kiwis, yep. and rugby league is our favorite sport. So love the love the Kiwis all up. Twenty six six Kiwis beat Tonga, and to be fair, it's what I expected. Yep, I totally agree with you, Hans. I I had no fear factor anymore for Tonga uh, against Tonga because I felt like with the name of the side, <laughs> we had it. I, I want to say this, like I respect the Tongan lineup and that, but I looked at our side; we were superior, far superior, far superior. every aspects, and um, and and inform. Hey, and inform. That's and exactly inform. right. So we actually uh, selected and uh, formed players coming yeah. into this game, yeah. and uh, that's what I like about Michael Maguire. I saw a interview that he did. Michael Maguire said that he's no longer going to look for an NRO club at the moment. He's just going to focus purely on international and on the Kiwis and making the Kiwis as the number one. But as the number one, 
for a long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like that too because, you know, let's be honest, the West Tigers team that he had well, was teats. They sucked. Let's just be honest. But yeah. now he's playing. Yeah. He gets to select the best players in the world or some of the best players in the world uh, playing on the side. So it's a lot better for him. So, okay. hey, Madge, do your thing, man. Do your thing. Yeah. Sweet. Um, Sweet. Man, bro, let's let's get it to the nitty gritty, man. Okay. None, none of this, none of this type of stuff. Let's let's get right into it. Okay, let's be. Uh, okay, we'll just go backwards and forth. Just throw us, throw us a question. I'll throw you a question. Let's do it, man. Bro, let's be st- straight here. Man of the match, there was no question. No question. Let's, let's just go straight to that point. Everyone who ever watched that game and around the world knows who was the man of the match. Yep. And. Uh, Joey Manu. <laughs> what a superstar. What a superstar. And hence why we did say not all the best players are playing in Origin. Yeah. Because agree. that guy would be number one pick if he was playing for New South Wales or Queensland. You yep. know, if they if they could play State of Origin, he's definitely on the team. He's the best centre in the world. Best centre in the world. And he's just proving like that guy can play any position and still be the man. Man. So we're talking about the best centre in the world reverting to fullback which we have seen in the NRL uh, playing for the Roosters when Tedesco Teddy Tedesco's out and he just got he carved up he broke the record was it 398 meters the highest ever running meters in a in a single game and he did it at international level and he's just proven that he's a fine considering that we've lost Roger Tuivasa check to Union yep and what a what a beautiful what a beautiful uh, selection from Madge to put him at fullback. But in saying that, we were thinking the same though. I was talking to one of my buddies, uh, one of my uh, other best friends, uh, and actually shout out to Russ, but we were both selecting the team and we thought that we should put Joey Manu at fullback. And it was beautiful. And look at what he did, devastating. Yeah, there's some uh, things that he could tweak up. Um, obviously, his game playing skills, his passing skills, um, playmaking skills. But, you know, you can see glimpses there. But what I like, though, is that he's just dangerous with the ball in hand. He, he can do phenomenal offloads. Like, that's nothing to him. Yep. Um, and so, because he's such a threat at fullback, and what he did in that game just proved to me that, honestly, like we, I think we said, Kangaroos are in trouble, man. And I won't, I won't, uh, and, and, and so is England, because you can't really diminish England uh, because I we don't really know what their team's going to look like. Yeah, yeah, that's but, true, that's true. But, yeah, Joey Manu, what a fine fullback. How did you rate his performance? If you're going to rate it from uh, out of 10, rate it. It's a 10 out of 10 performance. Like, it, it was unbelievable to, to watch that game and to see how well he'd done. And... The stat lines prove it too. On top of that, uh, he made history. They recounted it in NRL with the uh, count. It was actually 404 meters. 404 meters. Hang on, man. I've got to check that out. Yeah, 404 meters. 404. He cracked the 400 mark. And okay, okay, I just see 401, but you're right. 400, uh, 401 meters. That's... That's ridiculous. Wait, and that okay. just shows you how much ball he had and how much meters tackle breaks that he made. And the Fords would have loved him. The Fords would have loved him so much. Okay, so 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 so, 
So, like, I'll just read a couple of the stat lines, bro. Yeah, go 401 on. all-run metres. Post-contact metres, 112. Seven tackle busts or tackle breaks. One line break, one line break assist, two offloads. He didn't make much tackles He just because he was the man. And uh, he did some kick metres. I wonder if he got a try assist in there. No, nah, I don't think he did. No, no. Nah. But, but, man, look at those stats, though. That stat line alone, just phenomenal stats. Yeah, phenomenal stats. Yeah, he's a high flyer as well. So yeah, every yeah. time Tonga bombed it to him, I was like, oh yeah, that's probably probably not. It's, that's definitely a person that you don't want to bomb it to because he's safe as houses, so safe at the back. And yeah, what a performance! Honestly, any other club, Joey would have been the fullback easily. And easily. then not only that, he would have challenged Tedesco as the number one fullback in the world. I believe. I believe so too. So yeah, so man. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a crazy performance, and every moment that I was watching that, I was just like, "Man, well, this is the spine, this is spine." Yep. And talking about spines, I want to move on. I was going to say the exact same. I bro. want to move on to the number seven and six and nine later, but Jerome Hughes, what a performance! Jerome Hughes just proved why he's one of the best halves in the world, uh, and. He was, he was, he was definitely a two, but he he was he proved to me that he's he's right up there, and after that performance on that night on that Saturday, he was a one. He was a one. I'm telling you, Hoons, like it was, it was such an unbelievable performance. It's like, okay, we're safe, we're safe, and yeah, nobody nobody's gonna take this guy over, defensively. His kicking game was just sublime, like that was that was beautiful, uh, and then his the way he attacks the line, man, he is deceptively strong, and when he scored that, that try, damn, man, that was that was beautiful, and I was like, okay, well, this is this is what I'm talking about. That's that's exactly like I just like how he has heads up, eyes up, and then he plays what he sees. And yep. That's what I love about uh, Jerome. What do you, how do you rate his performance? Okay, out of 10. Out of 10. Uh, you know what? It would be a 9 out of 10 for me. Uh, I'll give 10 out of 10 to Joey, like you said, but 9 out of 10 for Jerome because his game management and the way that he uh, handled the pressure of becoming the main playmaker for our side. Loved his kicking. Loved the, the way that his general play kicking was beautiful. Kicking through to, to the corners, uh, keeping... Uh, keeping Tonga at bay down there in his bombs he's really developed on his uh, playmaking skills and his uh, general kicking play hence why like you said he's A2 to be fair it's like you said he was A1 on Saturday when we were talking about Saturday night and there was a lot of pressure on another guy that we we're going to talk about uh, eventually but he was number one half in the world in my eyes that game uh but we always knew that his running game was the strongest point, strongest aspect of his game, uh, Jerome Hughes. So his running game was just, you know, it's always been sublime. Always. Uh, and that was the strength that he brought. But like you said, his eyes up, this is, you know, eyes up footy. And he's awesome at it. He's wicked. So I loved it. Loved the fact that uh, Jerome played a great game. And since we talked about Jerome Hughes, and he's definitely solidified himself as, as the halfback for the Kiwis. Let's talk about the number six and Dylan Brown, who was a deputy on, 
on that uh, on that game. Uh, what did you What did you think about that, bro? Yeah, Dylan Brown as the number six. He is the number six now. That he is he's amazing. He's like for the Parramatta Eels, he's probably the most informed half. If you're talking about Mitchell Moses and Dylan Brown, Dylan Brown's been playing superbly this year. Uh, and I, I think he got he got dud in a few of those Parramatta games where he got moved to the centres. Yeah, was that bull- was just that was that was that was. Silly. Oh, I'm just gonna say it was bullshit. It was it was silly, and and it was because uh, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm gonna be that guy, well, it's and nepot- it's because of son nepotism. Yeah, and I, I was like, well, he's he's not as good as Dylan Brown, and everyone knows it. And Dylan Brown just proved it in the international and at the highest order, at the highest level. Yep, and um, Dylan Brown. Like that, even that try assist, heads up footy as well. Yeah, beautiful ball. Yep. Beautiful His ball. His running game is brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, brilliant. That's and three. he is the best defensive half in the game, and nobody can say otherwise. And we're not just talking about international, we're talking about the NRL. No, yeah, I'm talking about the world. He yeah. is the best defensive half in the game. What did you say his efficiency was? Uh, 94. 94 tackle efficiency. Yeah, so 94%. Yeah. See, 94. 94%. So people forget that. Maybe even 95, actually. I might have to see that, but let's just put it this way. He's 90 plus, and his defensive prowess is just crazy. Yep. So, like, you think you're going to pass him, but you're actually not going to pass him. They were trying to run at him, and that, I was like, dude. Well, it, uh, terrible game plan. Yep. Not against both, both halves are strong as well, and defensively. Well, bro, if you're going to attack someone, I would have rather attack Jerome Hughes. Who is not as defensively strong as <laughs> Dylan Brown? You, know, you ain't gonna pass Dylan Brown. Yeah, that guy. Exactly right. Yeah, he might miss what one or two tackles, but it's very rare for this guy. And he's got speed. That's the thing too. He's got he's speed. got speed, man. And and it was it was actually the combination of Kenny Bromwich, Dylan Brown, and Jordan Rapana. Yep, that scored. So yeah, and Dylan Brown, man. Jeez, oh, he got two choices in that game, didn't he? I think he yeah, did. Yeah, because he gave that final did. pass to no, 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 Jordan. No, no. no. Oh, yeah, he yeah no, he did. Yeah, he, he, did. Did. he did. He did. He did. He did. And Ronaldo Mulitao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did actually. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He did. He did. Yeah. So two tries in that game too. Yeah. But actually, it, just it, to make sure, yeah, no, no, he sure did. He, got, he did yeah. two tries. No, you're right. Um, yeah, it was just like, like we're just in awe because yep. it's one of the best best combinations that we had in a long time, man. and I like it because they're both in form, and that's what makes it better. Yeah, makes okay. it better. And Dylan Brown is probably one of the best number six at the moment going around in the NRL. So, yeah. like, like, we, like we were saying, is that he's he's in form, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, and the Kiwis, the the halves, is just it, it's excellent right now. We're, we're they're on top of the game. Um, think about like if you're thinking about uh, the sixes in the NRL, who comes to your head straight away as the best number six in the game right now? Uh, best number six is probably, to be honest, Jerome Luai. Ooh, like it, like yeah. it. Yeah, I would say Cam Munster as well. Like Cam, yeah, Munster's Cam Munster's up there, uh, and then Luai. Dylan Brown. I'll say, then, I'll say Dylan yeah, Brown's probably third. Third. Yeah, third. I, I think that he's the third, third best because like yeah, Cameron, that, Cameron Munster. Who? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah. I'll probably have to say Jerome Luai at the moment. Yep. Yeah, and that's just how well Cam Munster's going. going. And he's so, a big part of it, and he, yeah, huge, huge part of it. But uh, huge part of it, yeah. To, a bit sidetracked, but only yeah. because we're talking about Dylan Brown. But uh, yeah, third. I think that he's yeah, third, third best player in the NRL, third best, or third best sure. number six in the NRL right now. Yeah, no, no, hundred uh, percent. Um, yeah, so Dylan Brown. But uh, continue on with the spine. What about Brandon Smith? As oh. always, the cheese. 
What do you think of his performance? Actually, bro, rate Dylan Brown's performance. Oh, Dylan Brown, easy nine. Yeah. Nine. Nice. Well, uh, uh, I, I was for a line break, with a line break, and yep. then after they had two try assists on top of that, and defensively strong, got to give him a nine. And he was on debut. And he was on debut. But like you said, back to the cheese. <laughs> yeah, the cheese, man. The cheese just proved at international level why he is the best number nine in my eyes in the game. And I am sick and tired of the media always promoting other people. And i.e. I don't care Harry Grant or Grant or whatever the Australians say. But no disrespect to Harry Grant, but he ain't or Grant or whatever. But he, he Cheese just proved why he's the best hooker in the world. And not only that, he proved it last year as the Dally M hooker of the year. That's exactly right. And I and think people forget that. Yeah. He won the Dally M hooker of the year, people. Bro, it's 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 amazing that 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 he's been backslided, you know. But that's what happens with the media, especially Australian media. They don't like to give props to Kiwis that much. They say, oh, you know, and, and Joey Johns is one of my favorite players of all times. But he, you know, he keeps on saying, oh, the best players play in Origin. Be realistic, Joey. They don't. Like Johns, like Andrew Johns, like they don't. They don't play. The best players do not play Origin. We just proved it on the weekend that Joey Manu, best player. Best centre in the world. I don't care what you say, and, and possibly could be best uh, fullback in the world. But Brandon Smith just proved why he's the best hooker in my eyes. Best hooker in the game. The way that he takes the line on, he's a, such a threat. His tackle bus is ridiculous. He's so he's he's not deceptively strong because everyone knows how strong he is now, of how many times. But he's just a threat around the ruck. Yes, there's some minor. Uh, things he needs to tweak but other than that the cheese has always been one of my favorite players what about you bro but with the cheese ah uh, a solid eight a solid eight what a performance and so dangerous his running game is dangerous and like you said it's just it's sickening to know that the media doesn't really portray him as, as the best and i'm talking about the experts in that they always yep. they always put him in the sideburners, which is which is ridiculous because like like we were saying that he's Dalian Hook of the Year, he's the reigning Dalian Hook of the Year. Uh, uh, can I say this? Is that that's what we do in WTW? We we call out we call out the so called experts yep. because they just yep. they always yeah they always throw shade, they always throw shade on people people that don't deserve it because Brandon Smith, um, watching the Storm play, it's not on him about why uh, particular things, why he doesn't look great. He should be starting hooker. I'm sorry, Ballyacre is my favorite coach of all time, but I don't know whether if it's higher Bs, you know, the top offers. Yep, yep. And they chose their man. They chose, they chose their, their man. man. And a lot of people, yeah, and I say you, go, you explain this. Because a, a, a lot of people say to me, or like, or I hear a lot of articles or, or, or sorry, read a lot of articles or hear a lot of experts say, you know, Brandon Smith is leaving and that. Well, Brandon Smith had to leave because they chose their man, and and the Storm chose. They said Harry Harry Grant is the next is the next next hooker for the Storm. So where does that leave Brandon Smith? Like Brandon Smith exactly. wants to play for uh, wants to play hooker, and and after he he proved last year why he's the best hooker. He wanted to play hooker. Obviously, he has to find another club because he's not going to be the number one hooker at that place. Actually, and, and there has been, uh, you know, I think if, oh, it could be a month ago, it could be, you know, but they, there has been talk, oh, uh, have the Roosters regretted getting Brandon Smith? Yeah, hooker? yeah, I saw that. And I'm so. like, 
you know, and, and, and I think that was NRL 360. I think they were throwing shade. And, and you know, they like to talk a big game, but I'm like this. this is, I'm like this to them. My question is to them is that, what do you mean? Look at his international record. It's phenomenal, especially as hooker. He was the reigning Dallium hooker of the year last year. What do you mean? He's just not getting it. It's like that there's something at the storm that he's just, he should be starting hooker. Harry Grant on the back of it. We're seeing that happen. We're seeing that, that the storm go to another level when Harry comes off the bench. Hey, oh, well, I, if we're going there too, like, I just want to say this. Brandon Smith got injured last year in the final series. That was Harry Grant's chance. He blew it. Blew it. They got knocked out. So that tells you that if Brandon Smith, Brandon Smith got injured in that game early, and he was out, he was out for the game. That was your chance. That was your opportunity to prove me, you, and other people that you can do it at the highest order. Because it can't get any bigger than the final series. Yeah, okay. I know he moved to uh, moved to half against the Cowboys, uh, and and but but you still got smashed by Primrith, Got smashed by the Cowboys. You know. In the big games, he just doesn't show up. That's just my opinion. But And Brandon always shows up. Always shows up. And, yeah, let's not get too sidetracked. Let's yep. talk about the Kiwis and Tongan game. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to the Tongans soon. But, yeah, carry on. But uh, We're talking about Brandon, though. And yeah. we, how we hate the media yeah. going on about the bro. And, uh, you know, Harry, man, you're, you're the man as well. But, you know, we represent, man, we've got to represent our brother, uh, the Mouldy brothers. And, and just what he has done for the game so far, the Chiefs. And he's just, a, his personality, you know, he, it just oozes. And, you know, he made Ronaldo Militalo uh, feel safe, you know? Feel welcome. Feel well, feel, feel welcome. Hard on my, bro. Hard on my to the Kiwis. Yeah, that's it, man. Okay. That's it. But car oh, we'll carry on, yeah. especially if we're talking about the Kiwis. But like you said, the best players don't play Origin. Because I can tell you now, the best front rower in the game yep. Preach. is James Fisher-Harris. Right. And uh, he just proved why there had to be a bulldog, that one forward that takes over the game. And he was it. And unfortunately for the Tongans, they got absolutely decimated with him leading the charge. How do you rate his performance, the right. fish? So instead of just we'll go for James uh, Fisher-Harris, We'll go for all the Fords so we can do it on one. But, yes, sweet. But James Fisher Harris, like just individual performance, 10 out of 10. The best front rower in the game. And no doubt, like no one can argue that with me. He just proved it. He destroyed Tonga in that game. Destroyed. He was amazing. And he's such a powerful leader. And, and oh, man, he's just a man. He's just a mountain of a man when you're next to him. He sure is. Uh, and James. The way that he can go for, the way his ball playing, the soft hands at the line, him and Moses Leota were great together. Moses, what a wonderful performance! Yeah, so like, that's what I'm going to start doing. Fantastic debut from Moses. He was the man, uh, and when he came on, he was uh, made a huge impact for the Kiwis. Uh, who else? Uh, Jesse Bromwich, our captain. What else can you say? Yes, he he, he made an error that led to a try, but. He's such an experienced captain, and uh, players gravitate gravitate towards him. And and Jesse has always been a leader of the Kiwis, uh, ever since back back then when he should have been the captain and he got dropped. But hey, that's another story. 
Jesse Bromwich is leading a fantastic forward pack, a, a phenomenal, fantastic, phenomenal, fantastic, uh, just the best ever forward pack. Uh, special mention yeah. uh, as well to Kenny best, Bromwich. Best, best forward pack in the world of right now. Oh, easily, easily. Kenny Bromwich and Isaiah Papali'i. Isaiah Papali'i deserved to be there. Uh, there was no question. It was yeah. who was joining him. Yep. Yeah, because like you know, I was, I was, we were both thinking about either Kenny or Britton uh, to make to who's going to be in the starting second row. But Kenny, experience, uh, great defender, great attacker, awesome movement. Oh, he set up Dylan Brown to break the line, going through. That's exactly. Uh, right. Yep, I yep. love Kenny Bromwich as well. He's just a workhorse, workhorse. Yeah, but that's that storm mentality, man. But Joseph Tarpiner, the other Joey. Joey Tarpine was the man as well. He's proven why he's in the in the running of the best. Uh, well, he does play. He's definitely one of the best forwards in the game oh, by far. Oh, to be honest, I think it goes James Fisher Harrison and Joey Tarpine. Name me who else. Name me who else. Fair enough. The Kiwis, the Kiwis forward pack was just spine tingling, just ultimate in that game, and they destroyed another great forward pack. Another a, great forward a, pack. A fantastic forward That's, pack. It, it, it was definitely one. In the middle, yeah. Whoever and won the middle won the game. To be yeah. honest, uh, and and jo- Joseph Tarpin, the man, like that that guy. It started with the Maori All Stars game, like earlier this year, and you saw glimpses of what he could do. Then after that, he's just t- taken off this year. He's taken off. He's just and and like I said, special mention to Russ again, my mate, uh, like my bro. Uh, yeah, we we selected Joseph Tarpin at thirteen. Had to be, yeah. Had and to be. Uh, and Madge must have heard us. <laughs> But yeah, bro. Like, uh, and 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 then obviously our bench, Fozzer on the as fourteen, uh, our veteran campaigner, Foz. veteran. Yeah, that's why I been loved there, it. done it before. I loved it. I loved the fact that Fozzer was on the bench because it can he can come on, uh, take over a few positions. But it's that calmness that he can bring to yep. the team. Yep. Uh, and then what? But the the fours, Nelson, Sofa Solomona, Moses Liotta, oh well, Moses Liotta, Nelson, and uh, Britton. That's ridiculous. That was, what and they all made an impact when they came oh, on. Easily, e- every single, the whole team was just absolutely yep. on the same page, and it was just awesome. Our, like, our back, uh, you know, our what? back line, yeah, our back five. I was gonna say that our back five. Well, that's uh, we already talked about Joey, but our wingers, Jordan Rapana, Jordan Rapana, man, he he, as always. He just proved why he's one of the best wingers in the game. Oh, as easy. always. And easy. his tackle breaks is ridiculous. I don't know how he does it, but his tackle breaks are ridiculous. Wow. And then and I just love how he always roams. Like it doesn't it doesn't phase him. He will roam and I love how Madge gives him the license to roam yep. because that's his game. And not only that, like he always supports and but he's a tackle breaker. He can break the line. He can make something happen out of nothing. Yeah, game breaker, man, for sure. Game breaker, that's it. And then uh and then our our man on the wing, man, far out, Renato, Renato. Yeah, Renato Mulitalo, the deputon as well. Man, bro. He must uh, he must be thinking right now. That, you know what, man, I'm happy I'm with this team. This yeah. team's phenomenal. Yeah. This team's phenomenal. Yeah. And and he was just Man, he is, bro. His speed, but when he did, he did some athletic shit that I was even impressed with. I was just like, man, how? Okay, first of all, man, like the the uh, 
that awareness to know that you were near the sideline and you still got that ball back in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But his, uh, as always, all all wingers are athletics nowadays. So that try that he did, man, that was that was brilliant. That was brilliant. What? How do you rate that that rookie's performance, man? Oh man, if we're gonna go Ronaldo, man, I definitely get him. Give him a solid. Oh man, you know what? Solid eight. Solid eight because yeah. he didn't make. I, I don't even think he made an error in that game. No, no, he not was, at all. He was phenomenal, man. For for Deputon, but like you said, bro, I reckon he was just thinking like, man, this team is like this is fucking awesome. Holy crap, this team is wicked. Because on paper, I think a lot of Kiwi fans are finally like, even the great Benji Marshall, uh, the great Benji Marshall, the greatest the, Kiwi player of all time. You know it. Uh, even Benji Marshall said. This is probably the, one of the most, uh, the one of the best lineups, best balanced lineup, yeah. best balanced lineups ever for the Kiwis, for a long, long time, for a long time. <clears throat> so I and I agree, and I think that, bro. To be honest, and I know we've talked about the Kiwis a long time, but we 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 stated that we would. I. I think if everyone's healthy for the Kiwis, I think that we lift the World Cup at the end of the year. Uh, I think so too. Uh, I want to talk about uh, this. Our centers too, man, solid. Peter Huku, he's he's in the form of his life with the cows. Yep, defensively strong. They couldn't pass him. They couldn't pass him. Barry. Tonga Tonga tried to bash him over, but they can't because he's defensively strong. Yep. Barry, and he was just awesome. And him and Jordan, I love how they have that combination. And then and then they were like, ooh, they they both knew it's close. That was like they almost scored a try out of it and stuff like that. But. Man, they uh, I, I love that combination and Peter Hiku, well, a veteran. Yep. He's been there, done it before as well. Yep. Uh, can uh, cover multiple positions, but yeah, nah. At centre, he's on fire. He's, he's on, on fire. fire. And then Marata Nuikuri, yep. man, on the other centre, power, pure power. Awesome deputant as well. He was yep. a deputant as well. So, yep. uh, man, rate his performance. What do you reckon? Uh, Marata did do a mistake, so I'll say seven and a half. Yep. Yeah, seven and a half. I gave him. A and he seven. just, it, it, it was a simple, it was just, it was wet weather footy. And he just slipped. And yep. and and they scored a try out of it. But, but, and saying that all his other aspects, he, aspects of his game, his uh, work rate, especially hit ups and, and defensively, man, other than that one mistake, he was awesome. Awesome. No, yeah. So overall, man, I think we agree. The yeah. Kiwis, we look devastating. We're ready. Yeah, we're ready. I think everyone healthy. I think that we can lift the World Cup. You know what? I didn't say can at the start. No, we will lift the World Cup. I, I, I truly believe that we have the team to bring it home. Yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent. I think our forward pack is just uh, devastating. I think I don't think kangaroos. See, that's who I'm really looking at. The kangaroos don't match our forward pack. I don't care who they put in there. That's it's not on the same level as our forward pack. And uh, with Joey Marnie reverting to fullback. And and obviously Jerome Hughes and Dylan Brown with the cheese, our spine is phenomenal. And with the Fords, they can lay the platform. And with the spine, that's why I truly believe we can win the World Cup. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to Tonga. But I gotta 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 speak about Matemaa. Yeah, man. Um, they. I think their biggest problem is is their halves. And that's about it. No Their doubt. forward pack, they got dominated. Uh, Takiaho was amazing, though. Yep. Uh, for for them as a forward perspective, but I think the Kiwis definitely dominated in that department, and they just couldn't get a go ahead. Katoni Stags tried everything. 
He, not, yeah. Katoni, Katoni, like, you know, he was, he's a makeshift center moving into a halves. Uh, he's definitely a tackle breaker, game breaker, but just unfortunately, he was doing most of the the grunt work. You know, he was doing the kicking. He was doing everything. Defensively, he was saving Tonga. Oh, he saved Tonga a lot. Like, uh, a lot Three of times. times I and I, I think that was against Peter Hiku and Jordan Rapana too. Yeah. So they, they were definitely scoring if it was anyone else, but Katoni definitely saved him a lot of times. Uh, Katoni, man, considering he was put in that position, he did pretty well. Uh, yeah, and that, that's their weakness at the moment is their halves. If they could find a better half or if they can somehow get... I know they got Lolo here to come back in. Is, it, is he in the Super League? Is he? He's in the Super okay. League. So, but then again, it's like, uh, man, like he's not one of those top tier halves that... He's not a game manager. Well, I don't believe anyway. So, yeah, and the youngster, Amon... I, th- I think he would just get better. Yeah, man. I, like you can't be hard on the fella. Mm. He did. He was up against a, a great side, oh, and then, so these guys are experienced. Yeah, so. and, and and that's awesome for him because yeah, he, he now he knows the what the level is required now. Yeah. What kind of level is required? Yeah. And um, talking about that, bro, is that I know that some some people would mention that they didn't have Talakai and Tupo, but we like we said, we don't think that'll make a difference. And I think a lot of Mate Ma'atonga uh, fans know that they just need halves. If they have halves, because yeah. their forward pack is devastating, man. Their, their, their forward pack is the second best forward pack in the world after us, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Because I, I don't think Australia matches their forward pack. Nah, nah. With Takeaho, Aiden Funua, Blake, you've got Saliva, Havili, yeah, who else? Uh, Tupunua, Satili Tupunua. Jeez, uh, man. As you know. Olokoatu, if he can't. Uh, to oh, be no, honest, uh, he should have started Olokoatu. Uh, um, who's. Oh, Jason Tomalolo. Jason Sua? Oh, Tomalolo. Wasn't he. Um, what the Hulk. Wasn't he um, 12? Who? Uh, Jason Sua. Oh, is, it, is it. Who? Jaden Sua. Jaden Sua, sorry. No, no, no. Maybe you saw him one day. Oh, I see. Oh, jeez, yeah. man. Um, oh, oh. No, who was the... Bro, it was definitely an NRL player. God damn, no, I yeah. forgot. Yeah, man, it's just... Went no, out man, of my that's head. pretty poor. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty no, poor. went out of my head, to be honest. Yeah, man. But uh, even their bench was pretty pretty solid as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like like, like we said, man, like their team, uh, I believe that their four pack is the second best after our one. But if they... Uh, yeah, oh, man. If they just have the Haas. Now, if they have the Haas, we could see them in the final. I believe that, that we could see them in the final. But I, I think the Samoans, like we said, they alluding to the Samoans, that they could be there. I think that's their trump. They do have Haas yeah. ready to come in. Oh, yeah, Kion. Kolo Matangi. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. True. Yeah, and um, I, I just love it, eh? Takuyaho, man, he's a beast. He, he played awesome for uh, Tonga. But yeah, Jason, Jason got nullified, man. Our man, yeah, our man, our man, our man got nullified. Uh, uh, like, like, like I think we said it earlier, was it was awesome for the uh, international footy when he defected. And uh, Jason is, um, he's just like honestly, Hulk, man. Like uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a huge fan of that guy. He one, he plays for the Cowboys, and that's our favorite team. But two, that guy's always been devastating, and. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, he got nullified badly <laughs> in this game, but so like when you saying, when you when you actually think about that, that's a uh, that was a very good defensive display from the Kiwis. Eleven missed tackles only. Yeah, um, and, Man, and they got, considering that that forward pack is phenomenal with Tonga, 
You know, they've really nullified a lot of those forwards. Yeah, I'll say this, bro. They got so they had Olokoatu on the bench, uh, Totola on the bench, and <laughs> Foruaika Moyaki. Oh, man, that, that's, a, that's a that's yeah, a that's a that's a good forward pack uh, on the bench, man. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I said, uh, and they had Luke on uh, Sunny Luke on as fourteen, mm. but they had. Um, <clears throat> I think I think we just know, man. We're in agreement. If I'm Mon- can just keep on uh, building his game, and um, I think keep it simple. I think the Tongans are there, right there with us, and they can. But like I said, coming into this game, I just felt like that they were at our level. Um, but with the selections, obviously now with us having the selections of of who's in our squad this time around, I just knew we just knew that we would be a cast just above. But if they can find their house and if uh, Talato Amone can, I don't know, build his game. I don't know how he's going to do it too with not much game time. Um, but if he can build his game, well, he does. He, the, some, he, play, he plays for the Dragons, so that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's that's a good start. So at least he's getting that in, in our experience. Yeah, he should. Um, yeah, I don't know, and it sucks too because yeah, I'm on it. Like Ben Hunt controls a lot of the game for the Dragons, uh, for the Dragons. So that's that's yeah. I, I want to see them there. I want to see Tonga there because I just think that it's great for international forty. Obviously, like when. Um, Obviously, when 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 we when the Kiwis play Tonga, so, uh, sorry man, battle lines are drawn. After the game, we're friends again. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but um, exactly. hey, when you guys play the Kangaroos, I'm right on your side yeah. all day. Yeah, and riding that red wave, man. Yeah, riding man. that red wave. Uh, what talking about the red wave? Yeah, but anything. Sorry, before we get to that point, anything else you want to say about Mate Mata? Uh, no, not really, not really. Uh, uh, uh if anything, the next time. They all assemble. I think Cotoni Stags move backs into the centres, put Lolo here back at six, and then keep him on. I, I think. Um, Is that Amone or Amone? Amone. Yeah, it must be. I, I just yeah. I'm following the um, Australian, the bloody Australian commentary. Yeah. So yeah, I better say it properly because I can. Um, but yeah, I think he definitely has to move to that that set, uh, like move towards that I don't know like uh, Lolo here is, he's getting older though so yeah but he might yeah. bring some experience class and, right, he knows how to beat those teams too yeah he knows how to beat them that's yeah. that's the key but anyway yeah so now I'm, I'm done with that but uh, you were talking about the red wave yeah red wave yeah so the fans man you gotta you gotta hand it to them it, it annoys me like it, 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 I ain't gonna lie it just annoys me because I'm like if that was the, if that was, I love the fact that they're so passionate and it's just great for, to see that. But on a Kiwi's perspective, it's like, man, it's supposed to be our home ground. And, but, you know, that's the problem with rugby league in New Zealand. Rugby union is the biggest war. Yeah, and obviously if it was the all blacks, it would be all black. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's unfortunate really. You know, that's what people forget is that they think that, oh, the Kiwi should have more fans. But rugby league is not the number one sport nah, in New Zealand. Rugby league is it's not even close. Pit. Yeah, down so, the ladder, man. Down the ladder. We're not even that strong. So. And I uh, I hope people get behind rugby league, the Kiwis in that. Because we are building something special again. And I and we're in the number one team for a reason. But th- that's why Mate Ma'atonga, and it's good because, like, you know, it is in Auckland. And I call Auckland the capital island nation, really, because they, they they got a lot of 
a lot of island nation at, in Auckland, so it's yeah, great. A lot of Polynesians. Yeah, yeah. a lot of poly, polys, and that's what's the beauty. That's why polys are awesome too. You know, like all all can like get along and we understand each other really because it's all just poly poly hard. But uh, yeah, no, nah, good on the Tongan fans, man. The, the atmosphere was awesome, and I love that red wave. I just love that red wave of fans just being there and you know they did it for australia when they played the kangaroos yeah so. did you did you did you by the way uh talking about the fans did you hear them uh sing air papa wiring yeah i heard it over the speaker who doesn't know that song yeah who doesn't know that song man that that, that brought a smile to my face gotta admit that, that was awesome now nah, good on them man good on them support yeah. hard support uh, hearty yeah. for sure and um good luck for the world cup as well for the tongans because i believe that they can be the uh, i think actually i do believe that that the that the Samoans at full strength and the tongans at full strength i believe that they are the two teams that dark could horses. probably that they're the dark horses that could knock off england australia and new zealand so dark horses are yeah. so i'm interested i can't wait um, I know that we didn't talk about Tonga too much, but you know I respect their team. I think that Talakai yeah. will come back in centre as well. Yeah, I think, I think so. it just gives them uh, extra oomph. They'll have them. height with Tupo, Tupo well. on the wing. Uh, uh, can you yeah. think of anyone else that was playing Origin? No, no. not really. I, don't, I think those two were yeah. the main ones. Yeah, uh, really. But um, yeah, they'll be definitely relying on power to get over the opponents. Really, yeah. I think they'll be relying on power. So. Yeah, yeah, no, not bad. Okay. Move on to the last one, eh? Uh, so, Origin. Yeah, this is a long, long episode, but yeah, yeah, let's do Origin. Origin. Now, it's uh, the Blues versus Maroons, New South Wales against Queensland. Over at Optus Stadium, I think it's called, over at Perth. And uh, it was absolutely a hiding. That's what it was. Hoons, tell the score. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, since we didn't do game one, we'll just mention it really quickly. 16-10, Maroons beat them in, in Sydney. And I couldn't believe that. Yeah, I that thought was, that, was that, was big, that was an upset. That was an upset. So, that was great. But then Freddie Fittler made a lot of changes. Big calls. Big calls. Big calls. He's done it before, though. Yeah, He's done it but before. that's what I love about it. And um, <laughs> New South Wales destroyed Queensland 44-12. And it was a hiding really they got whooped whipped whipped badly whipped and all that let's be honest man all that shit talking that the media was doing that fans were doing queensland fans were saying to uh especially nathan cleary and jerome luai man you guys are woke in the beasts you sh like should have kept them quiet should have kept the quiet man because yeah munster played a, oh no nah, he was like let's just be honest like he was fantastic in game one and um but hey man like this is Clary we're talking about and we were talking about yeah, uh, that's exactly it. let's go straight let's to go Clary. straight to let's what we were saying straight. Jerome Hughes played on Saturday and he to me he took I think to both of us sorry he took over yeah. like he took over Nathan yeah. Clary I think for, for for that night that's exactly right so off camera we were actually talking about uh, about it and after the Kiwis match I, I said to Hoons straight away I said Jerome Hughes is the best halfback in the world now it's Nathan Clary's turn prove us wrong you lose you're number two you're so uh because how i work it out is a1 and a2 while after jerome's huge performance with the kiwis he was a1 
And yep. then after that, all I needed to see was, Nathan, prove me wrong. Prove me. If you lose, you're A2. If you win, then possibly you're A1. And, uh, not, yeah, not possibly did he ever. Ma- 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 he, I'm telling you right now, that was a masterclass performance. Yeah, yeah I was going to say a clinic. He put on a clinic. But yeah, you're right. A masterclass. And he destroyed Queensland. 24 points, Hoons. 24 points. And I was sitting there. I was sitting there with other Queensland fans. Hey, like, just a, a note, though. We are we have supported Queensland all our lives, both of us. Uh, you know, but, you know, we're trying to be objective. But it did help us that the Kiwis, because, you know, Kiwis was first before Origin. That's that's our philosophy. Um, but we do support the Maroons, support the more allies. We can tell you a lot about Origin. Anyway, <clears throat> I noticed in that game last night that uh, the Maroons came out firing. And New South Wales, and they went tick for tack, actually. But it was the class of New South Wales started to show, especially those halves. The halves pairing and the Panthers lineup that's in there. It's ridiculous of how many Panthers were in that team. Seven. Yeah, seven seven Panthers out of a possible seventeen. Uh, oh no, yeah, seventeen players. Out of a seven out of seventeen players. Now that combo with Coruscant Coruscant, Clary, Luai, and Joe, they, 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 they absolutely destroyed him. Clary just proved why he's the best halfback in the world. Nathan Clary, it was just phenomenal in that game. His, the, the way that he saw the kick, and I saw, like, he grubbed it through the line, and Matt Burden came on to score that try. Yep, yep. Well, yep. It, was, it was a hilarious story. Uh, I was sitting there in the Queensland they were saying oh that was just a fluke that was a fluke no Cleary saw them rush what's the best option kick it through the line that's it and it went straight to Burden like literally like it the grubber just curved perfect, over to Burden perfect and Burden scores and you know special mention to Matt Burden who played a phenomenal game in that in Origin too his debut too yeah, his debut and um, he must have loved it Hoons like let's, yep. let's be honest let's uh, Matt Matt must have been like man it's so good to be back he he, he was pretty much back like home oh, he was the with the Panthers, Panthers. Yeah. really yeah the honourable <laughs> Panthers like, let's, yeah. let's be honest now man he must have loved it he's like man I, I, I miss you guys <laughs> <laughs> that left side man is devastating his bombs devastating yeah, those, holy those bombs are devastating man um, jeez yeah yeah I, New South Wales just I, I don't even know what else to say but yeah, Tedesco was Teddy like that Teddy, guy yep. he's such an awesome yeah. captain and I used to hate that guy man uh, uh, you were saying you were saying Nathan and, and Teddy must have been watching the Kiwis. Kiwis because to see his mate Joey Manu perform like that and Cleary seeing well I think there was more motivation towards Cleary one that a lot of criticism yeah. during game one a lot one. of shit talking a lot of shit talking but uh, yeah but uh, he must have saw Jerome Hughes too he must have been like oh jeez Jerome is uh, number one at the moment I've got to prove my worth and well like like, like we were saying he did he, he absolutely did uh, the Maroons bro uh, I just want to say this yeah. Cleary owned that game he, he did he, he put it he on did. his own shoulders to perform at his best to to the best of his ability and we know his best and he took over that game his kicking it was a masterclass he wasn't under pressure from uh, the Maroons uh, like game one 
uh, and he dictated where the play was going to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> Jerome Luai on the back of them. Obviously, we see it at the Panthers, but Jerome Luai, phenomenal as well. And his left side attacks with that left side edge, just, it's just devastating. They devastated Maroons on that side. Yeah. And I, w- I want to try and get some more intricate details in there. Tedesco is just a true leader. Like I said, I was going to say, like, I hate, like, I used to hate that guy. I just think that he was so overrated. But as time worn on and the years have gone on, I, I can't, like, I don't hate that guy anymore. I, I just think that that guy, he is the man for a reason. Yep. Yep. And Teddy proves it time and time again. And uh, no, I can't hate on it. Like, like, he's the man. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, he, I he definitely made he me say He must have spiders on him or something. Bro. Like, the amount of tackle breaks he does. Easy. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy, and um, yeah, everyone played played awesome for New South Wales. Man, yep. I was just like, geez, but watching that game, the Maroons crowd better help help the Maroons out on this one. <laughs> like Queensland, this, man, they're gonna have to come out in force because oh, that was a statement game. That one, uh, 30, 30 plus unanswered point in the second half. Yeah, it was close in the first half. Yep. It was close. And then the Maroons, unfortunately, 60 missed tackles. Yep. Which is crazy. Can't afford that. And they just got outpowered by the Blues, too, at the end of it. Just they ran the Maroons rugged. And there was, to be honest, when I look at the Maroons, yeah, not a lot of them had great games. Not a lot of them had great games. No man, uh, they had moments, but yeah. not a great game. Cameron overall. Munster shut out. Yep, he was shut out of that yeah, game. Man, Should, shouldn't even talk. Great, much, great, man. great game one, but shut out in game two. Mm. Uh, Patrick Carrigan was another one. He he was devastating in game one, but game two, like actually, I like to see that stat because it didn't feel like that he impacted the game like he did in no, game one. No, he didn't. He didn't. Um, I'll, I'll see his stats, and I'm a huge especially Patrick our Carrigan stats. Fans. You know, just watching the game. Oh, he still made 103 meters, man. Actually, man, that guy. I wonder who else made meters because it just felt like they were just but on as an eye test, you know, eye test. Just watching it the game. It was eye test. It was, uh, yeah, it wasn't the same impact as he had in game one, and I think that's which wow. is crazy to me because it was in the hostile ground. Too. The starting lineup of the of the Maroons, they no one ran over 100 meters in the Ford pack. Wow, no one. Wow. I'll see. I'll see uh, on the bench. But it, it looked Only like Patrick it. Carrigan, man. It Only looked Patrick like Carrigan. it. It looked yeah. like they got shut out. Uh, Cameron Munster ran for 102. Murray Tolangi 108, and Caelan Pong 123, and that was it. Yeah, Murray and was Patrick on Carrigan, debut too. 103. Yeah, um, I felt sorry for Murray, man, because he obviously I'm a Cowboys fan, so it's like, man, damn, that sucks. And then, you know he did nothing wrong. And I would like to say this. To anyone that thinks, no, Murray should not be there. Well, to be honest, the one that made the biggest errors in that game was Salon Kobe. He made a lot of errors. And no disrespect to Salon. Like, I think he's a great player. But in, in that terms, he got exposed last night. Got exposed. Oh, exposed on Sunday night. And, uh, you know, uh, it's, just, it's just another learning curve for Salon. He's only a young fella anyway. But he definitely got exposed. And I think New South Wales will target him in game two. Yeah, I saw saw a lot of Queenslanders were upset too that uh, the refs, obviously the refs 
refs got oh, involved. You know, the refs the ref, excuse. Yeah, the refs excuse. But no, they just got outclassed. Outclassed in every aspect. They did, man. Um, and to and the stat line proves it too now with not even one forward making 100 metres bar Patrick Kerrigan. Not, not, I mean, starting forwards. Yeah. That's, uh, that's yeah, ridiculous. But then that shows you also how how much of a loss Ruben Cotter is too. I know, right? That's what I was thinking. Because, was thinking man, that, that. Guy, that guy's a workhorse, bro. That, that guy's a workhorse. Yeah. And not only that, man, he, he's got that energy uh, energizer. He's like a uh, bunny. Yeah, energizer, energizer bunny. bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that... Like just like Brandon Smith, you know, brings that brings that um, yep. next level, like just brings that um, energy into the team. And sometimes you need those people too. But the halves of the Maroons definitely got exposed in this one, and they got outplayed majorly. Majorly, their whole spine did majorly. Well, and to be honest, man, uh, DC didn't really because DC played a wonderful game in game one. It's, but coming into this, he was. Uh, he, he like after Manly losing to the Cowboys in devastating form like that, and he was the one that made the mistake. I think he was coming in uh, pretty un, uh, not not in form at all. So <laughs> I think uh, it was still playing playing in his mind that one. Yep, and um, and you know I know that there's going to be question marks and people are going to say, oh Harry Grant should start, but you know what Ben Hunt's done a solid job. Yeah, at, he's at hooker, starting hooker because he does bring that impact. Yeah. But hey, hey, like we keep on saying, man. Like, like I, we said in the Kiwis one, bro. Brandon Smith is the best hooker in the game. Well, let, let's just put it this way. I, I don't see, I don't see Harry Grant as a, as a eighty-minute player. He doesn't have the same impact. I do believe that they made the right decision bringing him off the bench. Yeah. Because he he makes a way more impact yep. coming I off the bench. I love it, like, but he he didn't make no impact in this one. Like they shut him out. He was running sideways. Yeah, right. forward. at the line he was running sideways he was running and it was easy pickings for the blues easy pickings mm. yeah blues just had a superior game plan but hey you got to give credit with credit to is uh freddie man making big calls and making dropping a calls. lot of players but you know what that's why he's great yeah that's yeah, why he's a great great player but great like he's done well he's great. a great coach for new south wales yeah that's exactly and right. um now they've got a big test coming to suncourt man and that they'll be full of confidence Full of confidence. Full of, full of confidence. But that's the. I think that's the. That's the problem too. Is that, uh, you know, they they destroyed the Maroons forty four to twelve. But now you're coming to Brisbane. It's going to be closer. I, I reckon it's going to be six yeah. points in it. I think that uh, Queensland. I think Queensland can get home here. I think that if, and especially Billy won't allow that to happen again. Surely not. And if I was uh, Billy, I would be uh, highly disappointed in this game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you could see actually, you could see in Karen Smith, Jonathan Thurston, Billy Slater, all their faces. They're just like, man, okay, yeah, we got taught a lesson here. Yep, yep. And it's crazy how I'm naming those guys because uh, that scoreline would have never happened if they were playing. Oh, oh yeah. heck no! Oh, actually, it would be reverse, wouldn't it? They would, yeah. They 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 wouldn't have lost like that. No, no way. Not not in that devastating form. No. Um. Just yeah. No way. But uh, anything else to say? Really? Yeah, well, well uh, I think we were talking that um, I'll select my team team of the international Oh, yeah, actually. Week. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly right, man. Um, so we're going to have a little, like just a little segment where Hoons is going to name his team of the week for Rep Round. Team of the week. Hoons, take it away. Who's... Uh, 
Oh, should I go go down? I'll start. I'll start with the fullback. Yeah, right. Go for it. Yeah, man. Who's who's number one? Oh, you know what? It's definitely out of two players, uh, and and because of of the magnitude of the matches, so it was between Teddy Tedesco, obviously for New South Wales, and Joey Manu. But you have to go to Joey. He just broke the record. Yep, yep. And Fair Joey enough. Manu was phenomenal in that game, uh, and definitely deserves the fullback spot of the international week. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think Teddy would disagree with you. On that nah, one. it was a great, it was a great contest. But Joey, Joey smoked him. <laughs> yes, yeah, number one. What about your wingers? This is an interesting one, man, because I was going backwards and forwards. How about how about go wingers and centers? I will go. I will go for my wingers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll do all all all, all four. Yeah. I'm gonna put four, two, three, four, five. I am going to go for uh, David Nufaluma because for that four tries, phenomenal game that he had. He he is, but he's like that though. He's he can be devastating. Strong, fast, plays for the wrong team. Yeah, just play. I mean, honestly, if he was in another team, he'd be awesome. Uh, but no. Um, so David Nufaluma is my uh, two. Or no, nah, he can go five. No, no, he go he, no, no two. He'll be my two. And Jordan Upana has taken my five spot. Yeah, in Origin and that they they've played a good game and whatnot. But Jordan made over two hundred meters, uh, devastating tackle breaks, uh, line break assists, try. Yeah, you know, so Jordan takes my number five spot. Um, the other winging position, the centers though, bro, just Justin Olam definitely one center. For the from the Kumuls, he was devastating, man, devastating in that game. Uh, Fair enough, he was. Yeah, and my other centre was Matt Burton. What a debut! Yeah, nice. He was nice. awesome, man. Matt Burton deserves to be there. Okay, my halves. <clears throat> uh, tough yeah. one, halves, man, halves. Tough one, tough one. Um, yeah, uh, I would. <sighs> Man, I, you know what? I would go if we're going purely on just the house combination, uh, like seven and six. You know, because you've got to play on it. Yep, seven okay. and six. Yeah, seven and six. Then. Yeah, because like that's it. Uh, uh, sorry, Jerome, bro, but Nathan Cleary proved why he's the best halfback in the game. He takes seven. Yeah. That, that I was gonna put Jerome Hughes at six, but let's keep it purely uh, six, yeah. seven and six. Yeah, Nathan Cleary is my seven. <laughs> he was awesome in the game on Sunday night. Uh, and my number six, I am actually going to... Oh, no, I can't. I can't even give it to uh, Lachlan Lamb because I thought he was amazing. But he was playing seven, not six. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, nice. so... Okay. um, And I'll give my six to... Uh, uh, nah, man, Dylan Brown. I was going to give it to Jerome Luai, but Dylan Brown, two try assists, uh, line break. Uh, that guy was amazing on his debut as well for uh, the Kiwis. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. I like it. Yep. So uh, let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's go number 13. No. Nah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 let's go. Yeah, let's go Lucy and then Edges. Uh, edges as well. Okay. Number so, 13. Oh, 11, easy. Joseph Tarpini. And I heard no qualms in saying it. Joseph Tuffinian was a monster again. And that guy's just proven why he's becoming one of the, the, the best forwards. In, well, not one. He is one of the best forwards of the game in rugby league. And he takes my number 13 spot. Fair enough. 11-12. 
Okay, my eleven, uh, my eleven. I I had to go backwards and forwards with this. Um, are we just going to do thirteen? Thirteen players. Now we'll add some bench players. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm keen for that. Um, my number eleven. I have to. Sorry, guys. Like I'm just trying to suss it out because um, I could I couldn't remember the name. Um, I actually gave my number eleven spot to uh, was a was it uh, now Kenny was twelve. Kenny was twelve. Yep. Um, uh, Murray was eleven. Was it Murray? Murray, Carol Murray. Yeah. But no, he came off though, so he didn't really count. Um, I was going to go for. Uh, it's hard with the Samoan game, man, because like they did, they didn't really play. They didn't really play someone really great. But um, I yeah I, I, I yeah, but I did go backwards and forwards, and I thought, nah, I'll, I'll give it to Josh Schuster. Because that guy was awesome in that game as well. Um, the Samoan game. Because I, I had him and uh, Papa Ali'i. But you know what? I'll give 11 to Josh Schuster. And I'm going to give 12 to uh, Kenny. Because I thought Kenny Bromwich was awesome in that game. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Let's go uh, our, our front front lot. Well, Hooker and the front rowers. Yeah. Uh, Marty Topo takes my number eight. Because he was devastating in that game too. Man, his meters was phenomenal. Um, my hooker, Brandon Smith. I don't care what anyone says. Brandon Smith takes my hooker position. He was he was phenomenal as well. And my number ten, the greatest, the best uh, front row in the game, James Fisher Harris. Yeah, yeah. I think there was no argument on that one. Um, and then just a quick one, fourteen down to seventeen. Uh, well, fourteen man. Like you know what, Cookie takes fourteen. Oh, actually, uh, to to be honest, to be honest, not it doesn't have to be the numbers. It's just yeah, yeah, Who's bench. your four players? Four players. Okay, yeah. Cookie, Damian Cook came on, devastated for New South Wales. Like he was, he was wicked. Um, uh, I thought Junior Paulo also made a big impact for New South Wales coming off the bench. Uh, Moses Liotta was phenomenal for the Kiwis. He definitely takes one as well. And my last one though is a PNG player and 16 uh, uh, McKenzie uh, what is it um, I, I mentioned him earlier actually um, yeah, McKenzie yeah bro devastating he takes my fourth spot right, for the bench awesome McKenzie awesome. yeah bro, from PNG bro. that guy was awesome man like and I loved it loved loved his work um, he was yeah he was just devastating man deserves to be there 118 meters uh, eight tackle breaks like <laughs> I'm telling y'all, like he was wicked. So yeah, so I have uh, who was it? So I had Cookie, uh, Damian Cook. That's for people that don't know Damian Cook. Uh, Junior Paulo was devastating when he came on for New South Wales. Uh, I had uh, Moses Liotta, who was the man, and yeah, and uh, Mackenzie Yay. Awesome, awesome. I love it. What uh, a yeah, awesome yeah, team. or Yay? Yeah. So, sorry, awesome. Mackenzie, if I didn't get your name right, brother. Yeah, cool. So Joey Manu, to recap, Joey Manu at fullback. Yep. David Nofaluma and Jordan Rapan on the uh, wings. Correct. The centers, uh, Justin Olam and Matt Burton. Yep. Then you put Dylan Brown and Nathan Cleary together yep. in the halves. Uh, then the number 13 is Joey Tarpenu. Yep. Uh, you got Kenny Bromwich and uh, and Josh Schuster in the edges. Yep. 
And then moving on to the front row is Marty, Marty Topo, uh, Brandon Smith, and James Fisher-Harris. Yep. As your starting 13. Good team. Yeah, man. Good team, especially uh, uh, during the rep round. Or all Do the you think about my bench coming on too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. What, well, Damiel Cook and uh, uh, Moses Liotta, Junior Paulo, and Mackenzie Yeh. Yeah. Hey, man, what an awesome, bench. devastating lineup that is. Yeah, nah, that's awesome. Well, I think that's us for today. Yeah, bro. This was an yeah. epic long uh, podcast, but nah, fantastic. Loved it. Yeah, I loved every moment too, actually. And it was good to finally get a league one out there uh, for Rep Round. Uh, listen to us later on. We will definitely bring out the NRL stuff uh, to you, especially our fans who love the uh, rugby league. But other than that, man, got don't have much to say, to be honest, soon. Man, I think that's us, bro. Yeah, well, yeah and just uh, up the Kiwis. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Up the Kiwis. All right. I'll see you later, eh? That's Rip Run, Rugby League, on What the Fuck Are Rungle Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let it I'd like to thank all you guys for listening on our What the Fuck Are Rungle Podcast. Hit us up. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we want to just, you know, rise, rise up and get heaps of fans involved. We love what we're doing. And we just want more support. We'd like to thank the people that are supporting us now. So this is us from Wataka Runga. Nareda. Kia ora.